my trip was awesome it really really was great i didn't want to come back to reality oh but you know at some point you have to you were hard to get um, a hold but it of. was good we had a really good time the yacht thing probably was um one of the best things that we've ever experienced together ever no As way that. yeah it, it was it, it was a lot better than even what i thought it was going to be and really? pictures and stuff just doesn't do it justice really yeah what so we're, made we're, it I, what like was there i mean could you guys like you know was it a love making boat <laughs> <laughs> like wait love making on the boat what man. what what it made like it they so had good. music oh. you could dance like and the captain was awesome really the captain made the trip like he actually stood back and we were dancing and he did a video for us oh. and i didn't even realize he did the video but he was really good he knew everything he'd say hey you know this is so-and-so's house um you know it's 40 million dollar house all this crap yeah but he was really good and he just had a really good outgoing personality and he helped make the trip as a matter of fact we're the the plan is to get a group together if you're in the u.s you can do it too we want to fly down on friday let's do it charter the yacht all day on saturday let's do it because he's got kayaks everything on board your food drinks everything and then fly back sunday and you know, split it between you know, four or five people. It, it comfortably holds twelve people. Right, right, yeah. So, and if you're in the water and, and doing whatever, it's not really that bad. So, you know, that's what we're looking at, at doing. You can. I'm, I'm game. I would go today. You can. <laughs> <laughs> you can jump in the the water, like yeah. You can. Yeah. Is it clear or is it dark? <laughs> If you want to charter it for a weekend, he'll take you to the Bahamas. It, it doesn't really? matter. Wow. Two staterooms on board. Did you, but, I, I mean, he'll do whatever. Wow, that's that's amazing. Did you see, like, any big sh animals, fish in the water? Nah, just really big houses and boats. Any alligators? No alligators. I'm so, I'm so not good with nature. Me and nature, we just don't get along. No. Wow. I, I, well, you know what? That sounds awesome. Like the fact that you had like one of the best times that you ever expected. That was that's incredible. I love moments like that. That's awesome. Yeah, I could. I, best thing I ever did. Well, I, and my wife now is like, I don't know if you're familiar with this show called Below Deck Mediterranean. It's these mega yachts that you can charter. Right. She's like, we should charter a boat, not like a mega mega yacht, for a few days. Yeah. Those things cost like between thirty and forty thousand dollars. Yes, that ain't happening. It is insane. Actually, I saw no. Get this, I saw one for a week, twenty million dollars. Oh yeah, stupid prices. And it holds like thirty-two people and and in three different decks. I'm like, what is and going that on? Count your twenty percent tip at the end. Right. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Like, who is renting out these boats? I don't know. It's, yeah, that's that's on a whole other level that people that I don't hang out with. <laughs> yeah, April thought she was funny. She's, you know, we're cruising by, and you wave at people cruising by, and we. She she looked at me. And she says, "You know, we look like the shit right now." <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, but man. you know, the good thing about that trip was, I came back. I checked my mail. You knew about one um, mm -hmm. property I picked up. I actually picked up another one, but even better than that, I picked up three different checks. 
You saved that purposely to tell me during the show. Oh my God. You gotta be kidding me. But that's yeah. great. Three checks? That's huge. Yeah. Two of them are like owner finance deals. Yeah. The one's a deal that I had done. So um oh, Yeah. So it's like you know, the, oh, the systems, if you got the right systems in place, right. it just proves that you can take a vacation and still, you know, not be bankrupt. At the end of the week. <laughs> That's so funny. You got money coming in to replenish the account. So let's kind of narrow it down to uh, closing. You do a lot of self-closing. So let's let's talk about title versus attorney. Right. And right. Uh, and then also the self-closing. So what would you say? What's your like? What would you say? between title and attorney uh, is pros and cons of the two. Well, let me preface this by telling my attorney friends, don't take it personal. <laughs> okay. But I prefer to close with title companies than attorneys. Really? Um, and, and the reason being is really the attorney adds another fee in that layer of stuff. True. I, I mean, that the, typically I don't have to pay when I'm closing through a title company. Yeah. And a lot of states are like Florida's a title company state where uh -huh. North Carolina's an attorney state. Mm. That's one thing. If you're going to a new state, you need to know that. You yeah. need to find that out, mm. um, which way it is. Uh, but I like the title. And, and I tell you another thing about title companies, Nathan, is I don't like the big ones like Chicago title company. Mm. I like the smaller ones. Yeah. Um, they seem to be more flexible to do things. Um, there's one in a particular county in Florida, like he only does that county, but man, he was so awesome to work with and his rates were so good. I'm like, I'm begging him to, to branch out. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but they're, they're, they're generally good. You know, you're talking to the person. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I, I like them. I, I, again, I don't have any complaints on the, on the attorney thing other than, Sometimes attorney closings can be a little bit more expensive. Yeah. What about what uh, about unique deals though? Like you know, th there's sometimes where you can have a title state, right? Um, and the title company closes, but it's a unique deal. Like t some title companies will not draft contracts, right? They won't do it. They'll like bring your own contract. So when that happens, are you more in favor of you know? having do it yourself or do you have uh, an attorney draft it well you know i obviously have our own sets of contracts we use so mm -hmm. uh, i do you do my own um but i tell you one thing that i do get a lot of times is especially with um well buyers and sellers both sometimes they'll want to have their attorneys look over the contract that i draft between us yeah and i have no problem with that because the attorneys have looked at our contracts and said they're good so, and I encourage them. I say, if you, if you have some reservations, feel free to let your attorney, I've never had an attorney beat mine up. Not yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hell in the ambassador. <laughs> but, um, but no, I don't mind that. Uh, and, and, but if, if you are in a unique situation, you can also say it's just a screwy deal. Mm. If you're, you can get an attorney to draw that particular deal contract up for you. Um, and I do a mixture of things. I know we hadn't even got into the self closings yet, but I've actually had I had a tie, I had a property that the title chain was a little screwy. Mm. It was good, but it needed to stay clean. So I actually had my attorney to do the title work, um, and then I took and closed it after that. And he was good with that. 
I did the self-closing on that end. Okay. I just may need to make sure that the title was prepared correctly on that one because there was a little little nuances in that one that was different from most. Mm. Okay. And and how about the differences of like self-closing, especially, I mean, when, when would do you self-close? In what situations? Um, if, if, if it's a more expensive property, I don't. Usually those less than really five ten thousand dollars yeah. are the ones and i still have um title searches done and there's a couple ways you can do that you can you know have a title company do it or the vas are great i had a um mm. i just got a message from a fellow investor that just found they hired a va that did an awesome job it's it's a they're doing self-closing mm -hmm. with um with owner finance and this VA did like a, it was came back a 10 page report and it cost them less than 30 bucks. Goodness. That's like 275. Jeez. You know, at title company. Yeah. And it, and it was good stuff. And I, as a matter of fact, I actually had one that I used a VA on that I already had a title company thing back on. I wanted to make sure that it was still a good title search mm. and they matched up. So we talk about utilizing VAs. If you find the right VA, that's somebody that can do tight. I want to tie, and I'm not trying to go off on a realm of title searches, but on self closings, if I'm going to hold on to a property, you know, rather it be uh, owner finance or whatever, I want to have a sell. I want to do a title search uh, just to make sure I'm not buying something crazy. Now, if I'm just, buying it from the seller and then selling it to my buyer, then it's not a, you know, if my end buyer wants to do a title search, they can. Uh, most of the time on the smaller properties, you don't, especially the, the cash deals. But self-closings, years ago, I used to be horrified of them. I thought, really, it's but they're really easy. I mean, yeah. I, I do buy, I'll buy one and sell it and mail the two deeds in at the same time. To be recorded so okay but, but the key to that is you know i type a letter out and i put a little sticky note on it record this deed before you record the this other one oh, oh, oh so you like label it and organize it for it. them yeah they gotta record me buying it and then they gotta record me selling it don't if you get it swapped around have you had any mistakes before like have they made a mistake i'm not but i'm really ocd about putting those notes oh, out oh my gosh uh, most most time, I mean, most you know, registrars are going to look at that stuff before they record it. But um, yeah, but it's cool how you can do both. I mean, you can send them in together; it's not a big deal. It, the The best thing about self closings is you can do them. Um, I mean, I've done them as less as little as twenty dollars. Yeah. Or if you're using uh, a mobile notary, like an older person, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll find a mobile notary in the area, cost me about a hundred bucks, send the check. If I'm buying the property from the person, mm. I'll send the check to the notary and mm. his check for his service. Let him meet with them, get everything signed, give him the check, and then he'll mail it all back to me. Yeah. And that makes the seller feel more comfortable. Right. Uh, we've done it a couple times on the buyer side, but you know, now with stuff going virtual, like you were talking about, notaries online and things right. that's that's a way to do it also yeah and actually donald just makes this comment about how he just found notarize.com <clears throat> and uh i've mentioned this 
many, many times, and it should be in our members area, by the way, also. I'm pretty sure I've done a video about this. I actually recorded a video, uh, um, or I, I have tried to record a video with me doing one live, because I do these, I use notarize.com on a weekly basis. And the only thing is, it's kind of like, I'll probably have to record it and then edit it because you can't record your screen while you're on the video with them. For some reason, the software knows it. And there's a little bit of legal questions that they ask along the way. <clears throat> so uh, I'll, I'll try to like, I guess, record that for our, uh, for our, uh, our members and stuff. But yeah, notarize.com, again, is another great source, uh, another tool. I use it on a regular basis. $25, how much is the mobile notary costing these days? I've I've seen them fifty dollars to a hundred dollars, depending on what I have them do. Yeah, um, and they got to drive too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and they got to drive. And now with you know COVID stuff, it's yeah. a little quirky. Yeah, uh, but the mobile, the 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 thing you're talking notarize.com, that's a great site. Yeah, um, yeah, notarize.com. Uh, I've been using that now probably uh, I don't know over five years, and I was reading an article somewhere, wasn't on their like website. But someone else was talking about their business and how it like just shot right up. And it's true because now with, um, <clears throat> you know, the amount of because of COVID and that's that's just been a great thing. And again, we have the emergency that I don't know the correct term for it, but the emergency notarization act. Let's just call it that because <laughs> maybe I should find what the exact title is. But there was basically an emergency because of COVID that um, a lot of these states have now been had the ability to e-file, uh, e-close and uh, e-notarize being accepted in all states um, rather than just maybe a handful like or a handful like you know 40 or you know 45 states whatever it was <clears throat> but now they're they're all going that direction which is long overdue i think for the united states in my opinion yes. and i think again this goes back to my whole conversation about how you know covid has helped uh, a lot of situations in this area um, I noticed in your mentioning uh, the self-close, these were properties typically smaller deals. Under 5000 you said, you know. Why smaller? Yeah. Why wouldn't you self-close a larger deal? Uh, use, number one, usually there's more of a spread of profit in the, in the larger deals. Mm -hmm. And most people that's going to spend twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000, they're going to want to go through um, a title company or something because yeah. there's, there's a little level of trust because – you guys send me a check before I'm going to mail out this this deed yeah. that's in your name. Right. So there, there's a level of trust that you have to deal with there. So most of the larger deals, um, you just run them through the title company. If it's a tight deal, do an assignment. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because self-closing, and me personally, I, I think you're a champ for doing them. Uh, I, I I would just hate, I'd probably butcher the paperwork. <laughs> I'd just be what? <laughs> just, I'm telling you, it's just been a few years that I've done them. Yeah, I, I used to be horrified, and I just made myself do them, and now it's not. It's not. It's not as bad. No, it's not. It's not. You know, you, you can find usually online. Make sure you get a deed for that state. Yeah, and, you know how they do it. Um, what I typically do is I'll go to deeds.com, right? Create an account for five days free to yeah. use, yeah. get it, cancel it on the fourth day. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like me with my ben Ver Be Verified account. It's like, I just need a trial for seven days. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, 
The uh, yeah, so definitely on the smaller deals, I can agree. Like sometimes buyers will not, you know, especially on larger deals, um, they just won't do it. Um, and uh, what's another what's another positive though about working? What's a positive about working with attorneys? Because I know again, the biggest thing is people say, "Oh, it's expensive." But see, I I like to lean on my attorneys, and maybe that's because. I've invested in a few different states and I don't want to like, oh, what's the law? Let me go look up the law. And what if I'm wrong with the law? It's like if they know the law in that state, they are going to know, right? It's their, do They do contracts for a living. That's what they do every day, all day. So for me, I lean more towards uh, attorneys. What's your take on attorneys about using them, not using them and that stuff? Good attorneys are worth their weight and go. I'll give you... Um a prime example, investor friend of mine, you know him as well, mm. um, had a deal. He was talking with one attorney. It was going to take, this attorney said it was going to take six months to clear this title out. Mm. And um, I referred him to a new attorney, one one of my new attorneys I'm using also. Mm-hmm. And he contacted him, showed him the deal, fixed it within a week. Yeah. Uh, um, it was, was going to be a no-go deal. And he, this attorney, because of his expertise and stuff, been in, in real estate law for many, many years. Right. Knew exactly what to do. Real, uh, real estate attorneys are not only transactional, but you can make it into a relationship. And if it wasn't for the real estate lawyers that I have, example, I'm meeting up with another real estate lawyer tomorrow. You know what he did? He sends me a message on my phone. This is what he did. Sends me a message. Nathan, uh, when are you free? Right, Nathan, I have two projects to show you. Uh, hey, buddy, when tomorrow, 12, you know, two o'clock? Yeah, let's do it. Two o'clock, right? Yeah, why? You know what? That is a good real estate lawyer. Why? Because he's going to bring me a bankruptcy deals, two bankruptcy deals that no one would know about, that no one's going to touch. And I'm going to be there first cherry picking. I like those kinds of deals. I think those are, um, you know, those are deals that a lot of sometimes people uh, don't get in touch with because they think lawyers are like these big, you know, people and, uh, you know, they, they're really expensive. But I I, ha- I, I, I like I like my real estate lawyers. I really do. And uh, I'm going to stick I'm going to stick by them. So that's, that's well, that's you know, fine. you can you can develop good relationships with them. Um, I, I know that our friend Harry um had a he actually had two pool parties today at his oh, other house oh in really <laughs> wait yeah he's sick two pool parties? he's sick so he him and his family were was at one and he sent this invite out to people to go to the other house to for a pool party away i didn't go but uh yeah so you know you start developing almost a personal relationship yeah with some of them uh and another but you know the biggest thing I guess the biggest pro to attorneys and and title companies is that you give it to them. It's their job to walk to push this thing through closing. Hey. Not to say that you shouldn't hand it to them and forget it. You still got to sometimes follow up. Like I had a note to follow up on one tomorrow. But they're going to go through and do all these steps. You don't have to worry about drafting, you know, deeds and all that. It's done. So that's that that's a pro to, um, you know, using an attorney or a title company is that, you know, you don't have to handle the closing docs. That's 
that's what they're there for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, I agree. I, I think... Uh, again, I like what you said about Harry is because I think when you get more on a personal level... <laughs> I think I think just in, in uh, on an easy, simplistic note, real estate is a contract business. Okay? It's a contract thing. It, it Although there's sticks and bricks, although there's... Yeah, I get it. But at the end of the day, it's a legal business. It's contracts. It's those things. And, and it can really chip you up, especially when you get in bigger deals. You know, when you get in bigger deals and all of a sudden you got contracts that are like 20 pages thick and you got operating agreements, right? We, we just had an operating agreement, right? Yeah. All that stuff, man, is important. I think a lot of people just kind of like brush it off like, eh, it's an attorney. Yeah, they're expensive. No, they're there to save your bum. <laughs> Yep, they're, exactly. they're there to protect you when the times get tough because uh, in the beginning, a lot of people can feel, especially when they're starting out, like I understand, you know, doing things on a budget. That's why I do those, uh, whether you're doing self-closings, you can do it yourself. But then there's also tools like Rocket Lawyer or uh, LegalZoom. Rocket Lawyer, you can contact a lawyer. You can have them answer your questions. You're talking to a real lawyer. That kind of stuff, I always think is really important. So anyway, I'm, I'm ranting. I got I got a question for your own attorneys. Yeah. How many times have you posted something to them and they give you the answer you were really not wanting? It's the correct answer they give you. And in, in the long run, it saves your butt. Oh, but it's like, dang, that's not what I want to hear. Of course. I, I hear, I hear <laughs> that both from them and my CPAs, man. It's like, you know, um, but I agree. Like th there are things that sometimes we think in our mind that are okay. And I'll tell you what, I have a big pet peeve. I hope everybody who watches this video does not do this ever again, but it's, it's just going to happen. But I have a big pet peeve. When I see some of these Facebook groups and I see someone post in a group, just randomly, they, they, they ask a legal question or a tax question to an entire group of non-professional people. <laughs> Just random. scary. I mean, scary. from beginner to intermediate investors, they're asking tax questions, legal questions, just to hack around the lawyer. And I'll tell you what, every time I ask them, do you have a real estate lawyer? They say no. You, answered, you, asked what, you asked that question to somebody the other day, yesterday or the day before. Wait, who? On the real estate groups. There was somebody asked. Oh, yeah. You saw my post? Life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, well, I mean, that's when... It doesn't make any sense. Right, it doesn't... Yeah, and, and, and that's the reality of it is because um, I think people try to get around the lawyer. Oh, lawyers are expensive. Doctors are expensive. But the lawyer is there to protect you when things go bad. See, a lot of people think lawyers, first of all, litigation retainers no are you a criminal right now i mean or <laughs> or hopefully you never are but if you're not going through litigation then you don't need a retainer it only they only get paid upon closing now if you want them to review documents and you want them like to go through that most of the time they'll charge you at closing most of the time if you're not on a good relationship with the lawyer and maybe you just call them out of the blue they're going to invoice you like right away Oh, yeah. If you have a good relationship with you, they'll do the work first and then they'll bill you after, especially with real estate closings, they'll you get paid at closing. And then other times you build a great relationship with them and um, 
and, and they end up sending you deals. And the reality is what people miss out on, probate deals, divorce deals, there are so many other deals that lawyers handle on a regular basis that it's just a phone call and they're like, hey, Mike, hey, Nate, I got this deal that just came across my desk. You guys thinking you could solve this problem? And all of a sudden, it's got a huge deal with, hey, I'll never, I'll, I'll never forget what just uh, was said recently. One of our clients, you know, Tim, he, um, he made a comment to me. This was, gosh, BC, before COVID. He made a comment to me. His lawyer had a property. The guy didn't have time to fix it, okay? The guy's being a lawyer. He's a real estate lawyer, full-time, busy guy. He had a property that needed to be rehabbed, right? So Tim made the suggestion, hey man, do you want me to rehab your property? I'll handle all costs, I'll get paid at the end. I'll get paid at the closing, at the final. You just cover all the rehab costs. The lawyer said, absolutely, awesome. Did the guy a service? They split the profit, the net profit, 50-50. Yeah, you, I mean, you, if you get a relationship and you work with some, you know, you get unique things. I mean, we're familiar with doing some in-kind service stuff with real estate <laughs> <laughs> with an attorney. I mean, you never know. Things get creative. Yeah, things can get creative. I mean, definitely creative. But that's, <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's real estate. I mean, that's really yeah. what it is. It's what can you do to put the deal together to make it happen. Somebody knows someone. And I don't know. I don't want to call it old school. But at the end of the day, real estate is a local business. And when you're trying to market and get into a, an area and do business you gotta know the real estate lawyers. And I think, Mike, I've probably told you this a few times. I think in North Carolina, I probably have like five that I go that are like, those are my guys in, in North Carolina. And they're different parts of the state, right? And then uh, and then in South Carolina, I have two. And 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 and, and those those are those are my guys. And I, they're literally text messages away. In in Uganda, I have two. One is my brother-in-law, which is really nice. And then um, and then here in Portugal, I have two. One of them I'm meeting up with tomorrow. That's how it should be. I know most people don't think that way, but like Harry's inviting you to a pool party, which would probably be awesome. I wish you had gone to that. Yeah. I mean, that would probably be awesome. Um, but yeah, because you know who had been there. Um, you'd probably see uh, what uh, Paul. You'd probably see Paul. Paul may have been. And there, the yeah. other guy, uh, the rehabber guy. I forgot his name. Jeff. 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 Yeah. Jeff would be there for sure. You know. Yeah. Oh, you know, relationships in general in real estate are important. Yeah. You just never know. I, I'll give you a quick story. The house yeah. we're in now was a foreclosure house. The right. people pulled out of an equity line, rehabbed the whole house. Yeah. Lost their job or whatever, lost the house. Really? So when I bought it, it was a time when we were buying a lot of HUD, HUD property. Yeah. This was a HUD house. I found it before it ever came on the market. Right. And I, and I called the, the, the manager, the HUD manager for this area. I said, look, I've never have asked for a favor. Yeah. Just never have. But I knew I heard Skullbug. It was already going to go over market, um, what they were going to ask for it. And I said, look, done a lot of business with you. I'm, I'm asking for a favor. Yeah, yeah. And we got the house. Wow. Um, and there was a lot of offers on the table. Exactly. Offer she wanted to. We Thanks. did pay a little bit over, but yeah, you know, things pay out, pan out. Exactly. That's that's so true, man. I mean, that's at the end of the day, it comes down to relationships. It's a buddy buddy business. <laughs> I, listen, to what I found. 
the the more real estate you do transactionally, you've done a whole boatload. I was going to say a bad word, but a bad YouTube word. <laughs> um, you could do a whole boatload. You've done a whole boatload of deals. And I've also noticed the higher you go in commercial real estate, it's just who do you know? And, um, and, 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 you know, when people start talking and, uh, and, and, and relationships are being built, people look at for people that they trust, they know and trust and they do deals with at the end of the day. That's the game. That's the game. Yeah. It's, it's funny story. Also the, the, mm. it, it, the boat that we went on, the captain, yeah. the boat the yacht we went on, he actually got his money to buy that yacht from real estate. Oh, really? He sold a company right when the market tanked. He said, look, I had close to half million dollars that was sitting there. He said, my wife and I started buying houses. We wow. were buying them, you know, 30 cents on the dollar. They bought them. They rehabbed them. They leased them out till the market got better. Nice. And then cashed them all in. Nice. Look at that guy. So, so you yeah, got, so, he had a real estate guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he asked what I did. We started, you know. Oh, snap. What are the odds, right? And that's one thing that's really cool about real estate is everybody has a desire. I don't know why, but like, okay, if you're a progressive human being or you just want to live a better life, everybody talks about real estate. They, they have it like, I've always wanted to be in real estate. And then you run into the people who actually are, have done deals and have made money in real estate, which is, which is great. Um, I was going to ask you something and I totally forgot. Oh, no. I was going to tell you that I think we should recap just a few things before we end the show today. Um, a, bit, a few, a little bit of client success because uh, I know Donald was on here uh, chatting it up. And also Donald has two deals closing this month as uh, per Friday um, in our in our live video um, while you were on your yacht. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were talking about you and and, brain, and sharing updates, but um, just just to give you the updates is that one. Uh, I'll just rattle it off the top here. Um, Donald has two closing, I believe, one this week and one next week. Um, yeah, because this is the week of okay, one the sixteenth, so that's next week. Yeah, so one this week and one next week. And then Sarah has three in the pipeline. Adam has two in the pipeline. Adam, He's got two now. It's wow. two. It's two. Two buyers. No, they've already sent the EMD checks and everything. Man, I'm so I'm happy for all of our our people. But yeah, Adam is starting to come out the gate too. Yeah, man, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for him because he had two like that was. Um, uh, that's going to closing, and they're both going to close this month. I, th I think he's going to probably have to correct me on these numbers because I've been, you know, flipping numbers all day. But um, I think he's over 20k in uh, in re in profit on the deal. Taking him a glass of wine to his lake house. <laughs> exactly. We'll right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That would be great. And then, uh, yeah, and then I, I just don't have an update on Nick. I think Nick's. Um, I I gotta talk to Nick. Um, we're talking this coming week. Okay. So I'll, I'll give everybody an update maybe next week. Yeah. I, his buyer was solid. So I don't, I know that they were sending in like a, a pretty big EMD check. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So we got, and, and then I think, yeah, those are kind of like the most recent updates uh, that we have. And, and Sarah's still crushing it. Sarah's working on, just to give you an update from Friday's call. 
Um, Sarah's working on CRMs. I mean, she's looking to get organized like, you know, like crazy, which is, which is really good. That's when you can tell someone is really growing and scaling where they're like, okay, how do I organize my business and how do I make things, you know, uh, flow a lot better. So yeah, those are my updates for, for this week off the top of my head. This is awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. I'm, I'm so happy everybody's doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Well, good stuff, man. Um, that's about it. Those are my updates. We're gonna make we're gonna make it a great week. Good show. And uh, all right, everybody. Well, think, thanks for uh, chiming in, and we will see you next week, same time, same place. Peace. See ya. REI Conversion is a complete system to help you simplify your land investing business. With our core land management and CRM tool called REI Pebble, it streamlines the entire process of land investing. From automated printing and mailing of your offer letters, to easy document generations for contracts, to purchase agreements, all the way to tracking and managing your properties, buyer, and seller leads. REI Pebble helps you and your team save time, automate, and organize, allowing you to run your land investing business from anywhere and giving your land business the tools and system the chance to scale and grow. Get an exclusive extended free 30-day access into REI Pebble today. Take advantage of our low bulk mailing rates with no commitments by going to www.fearlessmillionaire.com pebble. When will you stop? When will you stop thinking and waiting? When will you just start doing? How do you stop procrastination? Find something that matters more than your excuses. Think about the thing that you are always procrastinating on. Now think about someone that you love and a gun being held to their head. And to save them, all you have to do is the one thing that you have been procrastinating on. I bet you are not procrastinating anymore. If you have a strong enough reason to get it done, you will get it done. Don't be fooled by the product pushers who are only in business to sell you the next best thing in a box. Don't be fooled anymore. You go see them work their magic on a stage, selling you their new best thing that it's all the rage. Don't believe the lies of quick success that you can make a bunch of money in 30 days or less. Don't believe that without them, you will never make it and be like the rest. It's time to stop believing in them and start believing that you are the best. I believe in you. Do you believe in you? Believe in yourself. Stop only thinking about making offers. Stop watching late night webinars and prepare your offers. If you are not making offers, you are not making money. You have to do what most people don't want to do. Face what they don't want to face. Find that reason. Live for that reason. Do not stop until you get what you want. You know why you're doing this. You can't let anyone stop you from doing this. The storm can come into your life faster than you expect. Are you ready for it? Will you go into the storm of business or will you sit in your comfy chair at home where it's safe? 
If you are not emotionally strong, if you don't have a big reason why, then you won't defeat the storm. You must not give up. You can't give up. You only have one life, so live it. Enough is enough. It's time to set your school. Enough is enough. It's time to take what's rightfully yours. Enough is enough. Your time is now. It's time for action from the inside out. Live fearless.